0: Media. This is the Alicia Powell Show. Today, we're joined with Dr. Henry Ely, founder of the Energetic Health Institute. Dr. Ely, you have been treating vaccine-injured patients. You've exposed a lot throughout the pandemic about how COVID has been manipulated data, and we can see our previous interviews on that. Today, I'd like you to begin with discussing what the Energetic Health Institute is, and a more about how you've been treating vaccine injury. As we know, it's not actually a vaccine. It prevents no transmission against COVID. It's caused an uh, unsurmountable number of deaths. I mean, uh, uh, it's appalling. More, every day, more and more people are dying suddenly. There's a new documentary out about this. We've been documenting it. I've been documenting it throughout the whole thing. They're not dying of COVID. Maybe they're getting killed in the hospital, but they're dying from this this experimental mRNA technology.
1: Being a doctor who cares right now, it is is a nightmare. Uh, We don't have the um, tools in terms of testing to be able to adequately understand the incredible complexity of what's going on at the cellular level. So we are really relegated to making assumptions and that's never a comfortable place to be in because it's very difficult to, if you are able to create a positive experience for a patient, it's very difficult to apply what you've learned to another person. There's a lot of guesswork that's going on more so than we've ever had. We are in uncharted waters without a doubt as doctors and anybody who's claiming that they've got this is full of it. Okay. Um, So I, I think that's something for everybody watching to be aware of any doctor that's out there saying I've got this and I'm, they're selling you something right now, because this is unprecedented and truly historically unprecedented in human history. What is going on with cellular biochemistry at this point, to the point where I, you know, we, what we're seeing right now um, with injuries um, is is just astounding. So what I what I did was I I, I said you know I I want to learn a lot about this, and so you have to make some decisions as a doctor when you want to learn a lot about something. Um, if we don't have the literature to rely on and things like that, you got to get clinical experience. So now there's two paths you can go: seeing a lot of people superficially, or seeing a small sample size of people deeply entailed and following what's going on with them. So I chose the latter and i've been working with some of the most severely injured people and what i can tell everyone is is that we i am 100% confident that we can stabilize anybody's decline we know we can do this i've proven that we can do this um what i don't know yet is the walk back towards health the recovery right and that's where um that's where we're working with the severely injured now i've had some patients who have been I've had one patient who, a little girl who was severely injured, and we were able, with the help of a couple therapies, to walk her back all the way. And last time I talked with her mom, she's still doing fantastic. So we're really excited about that case.
0: How many vaccines did this girl have? What kind of vaccine? When?
1: To my recollection, it was um, w- uh, one shot, and the uh, shot had immediate neurologic side effects: loss of bowel function, loss of motor function in the lower limbs. She was um, relegated to diapers and to uh, a wheelchair. Uh, and what? And when they she was being evaluated in the hospital. Ah, uh, she was. Uh, the doctors felt that it was psychosomatic, meaning that it was all in the little girl's head that she was making this up, and so mom went rightfully off. Huh? How she was she? Uh, uh, around ten years of age right, little little baby. And this is, a. Uh, she went to school and there was all kind of propaganda about how you should get the shot and all the kids should want the shot. And if you get a shot, you get some pizza. And so she bugged her mom to get the shot and her mom kept saying, no, 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 no. And then and finally relented. And her mom was like, that was the worst decision I ever made. Um, but fortunately for her, we were able to intervene quickly early on, which is a major factor in this. The longer you go from shot and injury uh, development to treatment, is the harder it is gonna be to recover. So we were able to get in early. Um, We were able to get her stabilized. She actually, that case actually taught me the importance of of, uh, methylation. And see, when you're looking at the cell, you know, we have our cell wall, we have, and then we have all these organelles in the cell, and then we have our nucleus, right? We all remember basic cell biology and everything. In the nucleus is the DNA. Well. The DNA, in order to stay in a very protected state, needs to be methylated. It needs to have methyl groups. That's what keeps it very protected so that it can't be um, it can't be genetically modified. But so for most of the people that got the shot, where they're like, I don't know what these other people are talking about. I got the shot and nothing happened to me. It's like, well, you probably methylate really well and your DNA was protected, so you didn't get genetically modified. But what about the people that had mthfr disorder which is methyl tetrahydrofolate reductase disorder it's a, where they are have a mutation so that their body either doesn't produce a very important enzyme or doesn't produce it well and that enzyme is essential for methylating for protecting the dna now in this little girl's case she did have mthfr disorder unknowingly got the shot, the shot then reverse transcribes in the cell. And then now for her, because she doesn't methylate very well, her, now her DNA is very vulnerable to genetic modification. So she gets genetically modified and, and injured by the shots. And then we start the process of walking her back. And I, last time I talked with the mom last month, about six weeks ago, baby was still doing great. Baby's riding a bike now, baby's back in school, baby's, baby's fine you know, for all intents and purposes. So, you know, you have an experience like that. And you're like, okay, that's one. We've seen severely injured patients who were definitely on the road to dying. Um, we've been able to get them stable and now start walking them into um, I have a three-stage process that I take patients through walking them into stage two, which is cellular detoxification. And then that prepares them for stage three, which is ultimately fasting and the autophagocytosis.
0: Elaborate more on the genetic sure. modification. Because sure, sure. We been, we've been throwing this term around, genetically modified. What exactly do you mean? We understand that the JOTs cause your body to produce spike proteins, realigns your messenger RNA to create these spike proteins. And then the spike proteins, they go to your your most vital organs, your heart and your reproductive system. And so what exactly do you mean?
1: Sure, sure. To take people back in in April of 21, there was a really great study that came out of uh, University of of California, uh, San Diego and the Salk Institute. And what that study actually uh, showed was that the spike protein in and of itself was enough to injure the inner lining of the blood vessels and to injure the cell in a specific part of the cell called mitochondria. And now mitochondria are the organelles that produce energy and they make life happen for us at the cellular level. So if the spike protein is enough to injure our um, energy producing centers in our cells, that means people are going to be very fatigued. And it means that that could also, if it's systemic, lead to system failure and ultimately sudden death, right? So we started seeing some of these these things coming out in the literature. Fast forward from April of 2021 to February of 2022, and Lund University publishes a very interesting study that shows that the mRNA sequences in the Pfizer shot can reverse transcribe into DNA once they get into the cell. And if they reverse transcribe into DNA, they can be brought into the nucleus and theoretically, genetically modify a person's cell structure. What that was so interesting about that study was that it showed that this process of mRNA being reverse transcribed into DNA and then potentially uploading occurred within six hours of getting the shot, six hours of introduction of the mRNA. So this is this is something that's very happening. So then the next question becomes, well, why are some people you know, showing these really severe adverse events and some aren't? And that's a multifactorial kind of thing. We know there are bad batches. We know there are some batches where there was just way too much lipid nanoparticle. And we know there were some where there was virtually none because they had terrible quality control on production. So that's a factor, right?
0: Some were supposed but to put, we it, also... put it in a freezer at a certain temperature and rotted. another factor and others there is also allegedly parasite looking things floating in there alien looking stuff
1: (laughs) another factor right so what we what we know is quality control was terrible throughout the entire process because they didn't care about whether people got lived or died they cared whether they made the money right so now what you have is that's one major factor but then there's this other factor of what the Lund university study showed which is that the mRNA sequence can reverse transcribe into DNA. All right. And that was something the CDC still to this day maintains can't happen. That's nonsense. We already, the first study that ever investigated this Lund University study proved it conclusively in February of 2022. Now, what is so interesting is then the question is, well, why are some people getting genetically modified theoretically? And why are some people not right? And that's where you have to go well, how does DNA work? Well, DNA likes to exist in a very protected state. It likes to stay very coiled and it likes to stay very protected. And that's with the help of methylation. The only time the DNA will start to expose itself and become vulnerable is when it's ready to transcribe and start making copies of segments of itself for protein synthesis to make proteins this is how the cell works right and then once that process is done it remethylates and coils back up and protects itself again this is this is the divine intelligence that lives within all of us well if a person has problems methylating if and and maybe they don't even realize they have problems methylating what happens then is their dna is constantly in a state of vulnerability where it's constantly going to be injured and things like that it makes them very susceptible to genetic modification once that mRNA sequence has reverse transcribed into DNA. And my theory right now that I've been working on, based upon working with people who are severely injured, is we've tested them for MTHFR disorder, which is the enzyme. If you are, if you are MTHF, if you have an MTHFR mutation, then the likelihood that you do not methylate very well skyrockets so that your DNA would be vulnerable almost all the time. Well, what we're finding is that when we test these people who are severely injured, they in fact do have MTHFR mutations. And so they were likely very susceptible to genetic modification. And that's why they are having this prolonged, horrific experience because they've actually been genetically modified. So um, that's a theory right now, but that's what we're seeing. That's what I'm seeing clinically working with these people and why I wanted to work intimately with a small group of folks so that I could really understand what was going on before I start scaling it up. And that's what's happening right now. We're in the process of scaling it up. So at the Energetic Health Institute, I released a course called uh, The Art of Cellular Healing. And that is to teach patients and practitioners alike in very common, easy to understand language, what's going on, or at least what we see today as going on and what we can start doing about it. It lays the foundation for energy production, for creating an optimized cellular environment, and for engaging the parasympathetic nervous system, something every single person, regardless of disease, is going to have to have on their team if they're gonna heal. Then what we do Tell is that the course sets course the stage.
0: Tell us Say the name again? of the course, when The did name you start? of the
1: course, right, the name of the course, and it's it's online and it's uh, and it's it's open enrollment. You can just go in. We and, also
0: see the people's blood work is different. We got to talk, you do you see these large blood clots? I mean, that's an elephant just, in the room that I, we're not talking about I, enough you here. Want, you want
1: to hear something crazy? You want to hear something crazy? I just had a patient severely injured call me tonight Watch the rest of this interview on Red Voice Media Premium using the link below. Completely uncensored and ad-free. Not a member yet? Try it for $1.